Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. At Leia Healthcare, we always want to give our members more. So now you get unrestricted access to a world of benefits that will help you stay healthy. From convenient video calls with a GP to get prescriptions online, to easy access to experts when you finally want to do something about your ropey knee or dodgy back. And if you do need to see someone urgently, our clinics are available for minor injuries, all without you needing to put your hand in your pocket. Let's stay on top of your health, in every way. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. Insurance provided by Ellipse Insurance Limited Trading as Leia Healthcare. Leia Healthcare Limited Trading as Leia Healthcare and Leia Life is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Unrestricted benefits are available until the end of December. Fair usage policy applies. Hello and welcome to the Open Goal podcast, keeping the ball on the ground in association with our friends at William Hill. And talk bits of chicken at Black Rooster Shacks all around. Yes. That's what I'm told. Simon was there the other day. Um, big week as well for William Hill, Cheltenham 2. Oh, Simon. fuck, brilliant. Can't wait for it. I'm going to sit in front of the telly today. Feet up. We cut a cup, cups of coffee and watch the racing. Okay, right. What have we got today? We've got a super show. We've got Kevin Kyle with us and our own Simon Ferry. We're going to look at, unfortunately, but we're going to speak about it. More fan trouble. It's gone to, to new levels again. Uh, at the weekend, three incidents um, all around the UK, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We'll look at Alfredo Morelos signing a new deal with Rangers, Alan McGregor's decision to quit the Scotland national team. Marvin Comper, has he got a future at Celtic? Neil Lennon has hinted that he's been doing well. And finally, we'll touch on great returns that Zinedine Zidane goes back to Real Madrid to the Bernabeu. We'll touch on some of the ones uh, around the world that have uh, been good for people going back and some of the ones that have ended up in disaster and they have regretted it. So stay with us for the next 45-50 minutes. I'm Mark Goody. We're going to get cracking and we're going to start at Easter Road once again. Sai, we were speaking about uh, it last week. This week it's... Uh, worse. Yeah. It, clowns. It, it, it probably is, yeah. Absolute clowns. Do you know what? I cannot believe that Tavernier did the banjo on, man. Mm. See, if it was, I think that's what, see, players, you should start just banjoing them. should punch them at his trainers, as they say in Berlin. But... Um, what, I mean, what are these guys thinking? But Tavernier is a big boy as well. See if he banjoed that guy. They probably yeah. knocked him out. And that's what they need. But I've seen now that they're doing jail sentences, aren't they? Down south. Yeah. With the Grealish one in that. Weeks. Which is brilliant. Get them yeah. in the jail, Name them, shame them. Definitely. Well, well, it's 14 weeks is no long enough. Let's be no, realistic. Be out in seven. You've been in the jail longer than that, haven't you? It's a seven week holiday for that guy. <laughs> I've been in the jail longer. Are you joking me? <laughs> Two weeks. <laughs> I think Two we've got me. <laughs> the, the fella from 
Hermione yeah. hooked Jack Grealish at the, at the Birmingham at the Midlands Derby on Sunday he's a father of one another child on the way he's 27 year old and he's at the game with his dad <laughs> nugget seriously what, what, think, what, wow. what, what is like for me as a father and like, I'd be embarrassed like, what, what they want to do is want to take all that footage and show that to his kids yeah. and say that's who your dad is because that would be the ultimate like embarrassment for me as a dad yeah, humiliation humiliation it's yeah. absolutely shocking and that video alone will be like in years to come they'll show that and it'll be continually showed this is what happened back in 2019 it's an absolute travesty that that can happen at a football match in this day and age nobody should go to the work fearing they're going to get hurt <laughs> see on that point that Kevin makes here in terms of that notoriety that this fella's going to get mm-hmm. Si but do you think that maybe that likes the guy will be happy with that in a, in a perverse sort of way. Do you know what? I was laughing because he'd have been sitting in that jail van with the radio on and Grealish scored the winner, didn't he? He'd have been absolutely human. But uh, they probably do. These guys, I, I, I seen that he's not got a job and stuff like that. He'll probably be buzzing that he's been in the paper and that he's he's big news. Um, but I'm so happy that they're starting to get the jail. Um, some some hook though. But I mean, seriously, all, all, all kidding aside, when you look at that. Seriously, it was like a big windmill. Was it yeah. Kevin it was Kyle on Soul oh. Bamba, wasn't it? No, Big Soul with a <laughs> fail like a date. I can't tell, but uh, <laughs> so on Big Soul, got to wish the big man a happy cruciate ligament. So hopefully, he gets a speedy recovery. A tough one to take, um, but like I say. If anything, that guy took a wee bit of heat off a Scottish football for the weekend uh, because obviously what happened on Friday night was shocking, and, and, and obviously Hibbs. I'm going to hear my own take on this. Yes, whether, can't they, wait for whether it. they like it or don't like it. I played in the Hibs Derby with, with Hearts up there, and with five minutes to go, many years ago, pilted, and I mean pilted with coins, everything out of the park, and I actually walked away from that corner where that incident occurred, and the same where the bottle was. So that corner's notorious, there's history there. Mm-hmm. So the Ann Dempster can come out and start ranting and raving about this, that, and strict liability and everything else. She wants to just sort that corner out first. Give, that, give, give people a chance up in there because ultimately a derby is a heated thing but that wasn't a derby on Friday that was just no. Hibs versus Rangers back to back games and it's back to back and, and I remember that, that that time the ball went out for a throw in we were winning 2-0 and Rudy Scatchel went to get the throw in and obviously Rudy's not exactly the most loved by Hibs fans up there so coins were coming bottles were coming cigarette lighters absolutely everything I actually walked away a wee bit because I thought this could actually hurt you here, this. And I, and I just like, nothing ever got done about it because nobody reported it. But if you were to get footage of that game at that moment, because it was live in Sky, you'll see it, it's obvious. So Hibs need to sort that problem. Is if that's where their so called needy supporters <laughs> hang out, because that's what they are. Because mm-hmm. your average respectable human being doesn't involve himself in that type of situation. So for me, Hibs need to sort that out. You wonder what he says to his dad two minutes before he's at the Birmingham, but what do you think he says to his dad before? Hold on the phone. On, on the phone. <laughs> dad, get this, get this on the phone, Dad. This will be class. <laughs> this will be class. <laughs> See, getting, uh, getting back to uh, Friday night side. Uh-huh. And, and, and Kevin's, yeah, what Kevin says here is quite right, but also as well, I thought it, it was good um, of Liam Denson because mm-hmm. a, a lot of chief execs owners directors whatever you want to call them will, will hide they won't actually confront an issue or they send out a bland statement that's not got a name on it that just ticks boxes and isn't telling us anything uh-huh. um, I thought it was good of her to come out and confront it and, and to be fair to her she didn't mince her words no I had she went right through the guy which is which is good if you hear it for the person at the top of the tree then you know the fans need to take note um, I think if they know they're going to get jailed now and they're going to get banned for life then 
it's a great thing. And fair play to her, as you say, coming out and, and saying it, because she could have hid behind a wee statement and that, but the big what man happens, wasn't What happens with, like, the guy at Birmingham gets done for assault, and yet yeah. the guy up here has obviously thrown a punch at Taverner, mm-hmm. and he gets done for breach of the peace? What no, he's, not, no he, he's, he's been let out. Uh, he's been charged with breach of the yeah. peace. So what, what's the difference? How, how, how do they deem the same... Well, that's that's yeah. the that's the law, and that's down because that the case. Do you know what's even more mad? See if you hit him back, you get Aye, sent off. You know that's what? what happened to me years ago. What is it? The guy hit me, I hit him back, I got done. Did you? What on the pitch? I, no, I didn't. No, on the pitch. Obviously, that wouldn't happen on the park. <laughs> Nobody's brave enough to confront me on the pitch. <laughs> Seen the size of me. <laughs> but no, seriously, it's just it's just. It, I think obviously Anne Dempsey has been great coming out and saying what she said. But it's just words. Let's see how those words are being backed up in weeks to come. Because yeah, but it's, it's now up to her. Supporters, supporters of Hibernian Football Club to behave properly because it's I very think you're difficult. right. The next, the next bit's coming is they will just identify that that section Aye. and, and, and close a third of that stand or half that stand. It's so very, they're my last warning. Mm. It's very, very difficult to, to 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 have a resolution to all of this up mm-hmm. and down the country at any level of football because ultimately individuals will just turn up and if they want to really, really do something stupid on a match day, they will find a way of doing it. You can't mm-hmm. police thousands of people in one go. See if somebody did come on the pitch and go for you. What That's you, what I could understand as well. What would you do? When they grabbed the boy that came on at the Arsenal Villa game, why none of the players uh-huh. like fire back into him? Because that would be my first thought. I'd have been like protect, my, protect my teammate. Uh-huh. Was um, there no goalie that ragged all the fun? And uh, the Ian Walker or something. Remember at Leicester? I'm sure he. Oh, yeah, he did, didn't he? Hey, hey, good knowledge, eh? Hey, by the way, he was a model. He's bad. It was decent, wasn't it? Imagine the fan running and big dunk confronted big dunk. It's just, it's just, it's, it's absolutely incredible because we're taking away from what was actually a really good game. Uh-huh. Right on, on. We'll, we'll get to the game in a minute. So let's take it forward. Let's put yourselves in positions of authority and within the realistic boundaries. Sai, Kev, what would you do? What would be your your first step to actually prevent as best you can? anything untoward happening in the Scottish game again uh, I seen it was at David Cottrell there it says that he was going to bring in guns it's terrible to see that he's back on the drink but um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's what they're talking he's about he's on the polish to get that's what they're talking about I'd rather see him getting teasered I thought like that like the carabinieri in Italy the rubber bullets just put one in his nut somebody runs on the pitch stick one in his nut what could you do realistically what would you you know Within boundaries, but getting a strong it's message. Not, got, not, and let's not let's not go points deduction. No, no it needs to be the same. A good jail right, so sentence, I think. You check yourselves. Even though you were getting the jail, you know you were getting the jail. There's no way you'd run on the pitch. I don't think a good sentence, like a, a three months in jail. Uh, guaranteed. Guaranteed. Just that's it. That's it. Uh-huh. Is there any kind of like this? Is going to sound ridiculous, probably, but <laughs> take, the, take the piss with me or whatever you want. But see these nets they have that they put up behind the goals for when they're doing the shooting practice and that, and the ball stops. Is there any of these nets that can be designed? that are that thin but you know that as a protection that they can put down the stand mm-hmm. do you know what I mean so yeah, the, play, the fans can it. still see the pit, pitch uh-huh. but it stops anybody getting on and if you're chucking large objects mm-hmm. they're not going to go through these kind of nesh mates do you know what I mean nesh mates nesh mates can we introduce something like like you're going to the airport with scanners in terms of coins, bottles, coins, and because we're now in a day and age now, a lot of people don't carry money. If you're going for a pint of bovril, it's contactless or, or whatever. So if you're talking about coins are a problem, lighters are a problem, bottles are a problem. If you know now it's like the rules of an airport, 
You ain't getting that if you do. It's confiscated. Mm. Is that not? Is that not a decent? Un- is that not a decent starting point? Uh, that's, where that's, that's, that's where we need to right now invest in lockers and get them up and down the country <laughs> in the stadium. So when this comes in, we've got the lockers to put the valuables in. Right, let, let, let's delay putting this podcast out <laughs> for a month no, to but, go and get. So, but when you think that means, no. means that you're going to have to Aye. turn up earlier. But you know, if, if we are serious about it, could take somebody's eye out. Uh, Scott Sinclair could have been hit with the, the, the back of the head but I mean, we have had a linesman this season at the Livy Rangers game uh-huh. needing stitches I think uh, we're, we're the cut. problem is it's when, when these groups of fans who congress in one wee area they're all wee idiots they're all like fools and they've got no brains so when one of their mates throws a bottle or a coin you all think it's cool so they can't self-police each other whereas if you're in the family section that doesn't happen yeah. so what you're needing is maybe some I don't know maybe throwing a couple of undercover police Officers, plain clothes, police uh, officers, and try and, um, and, then, and then, and then, I mean, Slaney, I'm sort of right. <laughs> and then, uh, like, uh, in terms of stewarding, maybe, maybe have to spend more money and get some more policing in. Policing maybe that, that have uh, tasers. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's looking like just give them a wee jab and they'll soon uh, have a big water cannon. Well, look at the dude in the World Cup. When, when, yeah. Was it the World Cup or the European Championship when yeah. the England were causing the trouble? Yeah. And the crew with the water cannon. Yeah. I've been soaked with a power hose, man. That's so. Never mind a water cannon. I just. Oh, that's a funny, this no, that's a funny Thank story, God. right? Out the street one night, kids are having a water fight. So I thought, oh, brilliant, man! Big street water fight. So the water balloons had everything loaded up as if it was like World War Three. And I thought, right, I've got a new power wash. I'll get the power wash out, right? So I got the power wash out. So I'm standing there like Rambo with a big gun, right? What have you got on? Eh? What have you got on? Here? Just shorts, right. ripped body out the lot, right? Bandana on. Tattoo, fake blood. I'm standing there with the water going right. So the kids are running past me, thinking, "Oh, big Kev's going to soak us, right?" So as I've turned the water going on and shot the wee kids, they were like, "Ah!" I was like, "What's wrong?" And then I was really sore, Dad. So my wee veins are greeting that. I said, "It's no sore. It's only a water gun." So I said, "You shoot me!" Oh my God, man! I nearly took the skin off the veins. So uh, that was it. So I'm no, I'm now banned for street water fights. Right. <laughs> Lucky you're not banned. Aye, well. a lot a lot more right, <laughs> yeah. so have we got a plan that we can do I just in, in a serious note look, we just hope that it's it, for Scottish football because we've had off the top of my head Bobby Zamal punched Neil Lennon hit with a coin or Freddie Morelos hit with a coin uh, Gary Caldwell hit with a coin Scott Sinclair almost hit with a bottle James Tavernier attacked mm-hmm. that's just off the top of my head and I think the P- I've seen people saying stuff about stewards stewards get what £7 an hour See if I'm a steward. It's not a job with a steward. No, is it? F- no. It's not I feel sorry for him. Yeah. You can't stop stuff like that. But um, no. I think what he said and what you said, maybe the the detectors and then a wee bit of undercover police could sort it. Right, well, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, this time next week when we're back on the Open Gold podcast, we're not speaking about this again. But I have a feeling that uh, there's so- and, and one thing that I do, though, that, that, that happens, Sai Kev, is that I hope that this is addressed and it's not like if everything's okay for a couple of weeks, this is what I'm Because trust me, See if Celtic won eight in a row and we're going to a nine in a row season next year for Celtic and Rangers and they're trying to stop it and all the thing. The west of Scotland will be a madhouse. Mental, huh? And we need to put things in place just now to prevent, you know, be proactive. Don't be reactive. Don't wait till next season or the season after. Do it now. The footballing authorities and even if it's the government as well to bring in legislation right away. So as you said, Sai, there's a, there's a set punishment. For, for doing anything that you're right into jail mm-hmm. no questions asked we need to put things in place now because I have a more, feeling the next 12 more, to 24 um, months is going to be mental more 
more CCTV footage within grounds. It's like if something really happens bad in the criminal in the say the city centre, there's a there's a there's a CCTV everywhere that can maybe trace something that helps solve a case. Should be the same here on football grounds. Mm, that should yeah. be a legislation that puts in that more so if something does happen, cameras have been recorded in a certain area for ninety minutes that there's somebody should be able to watch that back and identify yeah. how that's been and then if people know that Mm-hmm. It's like it could play as a deterrent for people not to throw things. Do you, do you know what gets me, Kev, exactly on that point? As you mentioned, that's clearly got history, that corner of the ground at Easter Road. So, when six days earlier Scott Sinclair's nearly hit with a bottle and coins from that area, you would think for the visit of Rangers yep. last, yeah, last Friday night that there are CCTV zoomed right in there. As you say, there's undercover police put in or whatever. But I, th- I think Hibbs, you know, as much as the Ann Dempsters came out and it's great of her again. They've been reactive, no proactive. There should have been people zoomed in in that area of the ground. Anyway, we'll we'll get back onto that later in the season. Let's get to the football. Alfredo Morelos has signed a new deal. Uh, Kev's met. Big Kev's met. 2023, (laughs) he's signed until, I take it from the outside looking in, fantastic business for the boy. He'll get a good bump up in his wages, and deservedly so. And for Rangers, I'd imagine they're, they're, they're fattening up the transfer fee care for any potential moves for go on the donkey as they were calling you the donkey they were calling you you're joking obviously the Rangers fans are a wee bit upset last week I hope they're okay this week Um, to be fair they had what did did you value him at 5 million or something 2 million he said 2 million but that's what match attack said (laughs) we man produced a match attack care out of nowhere Alfredo Morelos 67 pace 85 whatever it was 2 million pounds so I'm only going with the wee man said Um, so no, at the end of the day, like I said last week, I don't actually value them at anything. I just said he'll only be worth what somebody is willing mm-hmm. to pay. And I wouldn't pay £9 million for him. That was only my opinion. So, obviously, the Rangers fans can... Um, what would you take... pay for him? I, I don't actually know, because until, for me, he's played in Finland, and now he's played in the Scottish Premier League. Mm-hmm. That That's it. Mm-hmm. There's no international... Goals or anything, is there? I'm not, I'm he's just got. I saw he's just, just, just great for him because obviously that'll enhance his value yeah. and reputation. If he starts going yeah. and doing it in the international scene, then massively the big figures will start coming if he starts producing it there. But ultimately, for me as a footballer, I understand when he's an ex footballer, I understand that prices are inflated <laughs> nowadays. Like, I, I think you just look at the, the boy that plays with Celtic all the bucks went for two 15 million pound moves. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether that's right or wrong, it's just a, it's what somebody opted to pay for him. So for me, Morelos, he scored goals in Europe, Kev. He scored in the aye, league. He did. Aye. So Which again. So when, when you start scoring goals in the Champions League uh-huh. and internationally, then command your figure. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So for me, I'm only going. That's just my opinion. I, I think in his talent alone, side, he's he's now for me. I, he's really grown on me. Mm. This is as a footballer. We'll speak about his disciplinary stuff in a minute. But as a footballer. He's grown on me. Oh, he's, he's a, a good top player right here, yes. You can just you, you see I'm defenders scared to play against him. When you, I thought that with, with McKenna and, and Constantine, they, they look near every time Morelos got the ball because they know we can do. For me, he's an absolute minimum down payment guaranteed minimum twelve million quid. Yeah. And what? How many has he scored, Mark? Twenty seven. Twenty eight. I think he's on. If he gets thirty goals, you're worth 50, for me twelve million quid. Huh? Twenty eight. thirty goals. Yeah. I, I think if you're a buying club to try and keep the price down because that's what they're all about you factor in his disciplinary record because there's no doubt he comes with a bit of baggage mm-hmm. but when you're add-on on something like that and a sell-on fee again then you, you could, I could see it 
rise into to, towards the twenty million pound mark as a package for him. Yeah, I think he'll. Uh, I think anywhere he goes, he'll score goals now. Yeah. You know, I didn't see him uh, when he first came here. I thought he missed quite a lot of chances. Whereas now, he's only what twenty two. Twenty two as well. And I think when you play with better players, you'll 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 get better service, and I think he'll score goals. Um, as I've said before, Dembele is ripping it up in France. Yeah. You know. It doesn't matter the level you're playing at. If you can score goals, you can score goals. You know what I mean, I've played against uh, guys in League One who are, people said, "Oh, can he do it in the Premiership?" And they go and do it because they're goal scorers. And that's it. it doesn't matter who you're. When the ball bounces and you stick it in the net, then you're worth his, money. It's his physique that's helped to me. Yeah. That's what's helped. Uh-huh, he's very, fast. very strong. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's uh, he, like the the, the 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 biggest thing for Morelos going for. He's only 20, 22, Is it twenty two? Twenty two. Yeah. And he's got years mm-hmm. and years ahead of him. So. If he matures well, for one minute, I don't ever think he's not a good player. Certainly yeah. believe that he is, mm-hmm. and he's got massive potential. But I'm only going by what his potential. Of course. So there's, mm-hmm. there's, there's always a gamble with somebody who's been sent off four or five times this season. He's got a wee bit of a, a nastiness, a wee bit of an attitude about him. But that sometimes can work in your favour. Do you know what I mean? So I hope that he goes for 12, 15, 20 million because it'll be great for Rangers, it'll be great for our game because that's what the kind of players that we're producing and playing with. Um, but at this minute in time for me who know? who, who knows yeah, it's just, it's just right, a case of just waiting to see who comes in and who pays that money the only thing for me would be if he goes to a team is he plays up front for Rangers on his own he's the main man if he goes to another team where he actually needs to link up with players I, I don't think that's a, a great part of his game well, but as you say he's 22 yeah, right, though. he but could get that, better at he needs to be coached if he goes to another team and he's not the main man and he doesn't play straight away does he then be the Morelos that we see taking the uh, off exactly. and taking the other side of things and then I know but it would soften the blow for him but personally I know listen he'll want to play Selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You'll know that, you would imagine, if he's bought, let's say, I don't know, if he's a, a bottom tier Premiership player, so mm. let's say it's a, a Burnley or was it Leicester, Brendan Rodgers, or a Newcastle or a Bournemouth or, or whatever it may be, if he's in that yep. kind of tier, he's, he's, you would imagine he's bought as a squad player initially until a manager assesses him and see he's not going to be bought as you're my number nine and I expect you to go and get 20 22 goals this season in the Premiership. It would be a gradual build up, even going to a bottom tier a so-called bottom-tier English Premiership team, any striker's going to struggle mm-hmm. because they're no creating chances. chances right uh, now. Yeah. The Chelsea, the Man U, the Arsenal, the Liverpools are doing. So it's difficult. At the end of the day, this is on 
Alfredo Morelos' hands. Yeah. It's up to him. Because if he just keeps doing what he's doing out here every week, he's picked with Colombia. If he goes away there and scores a couple of goals, whoever it is they're playing and does well, people then start to say, well, wait a minute here. He's now an international goal-scoring striker. That's why we had so many English players want to play for Scotland years ago. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as they become an international midfielder, an international striker, they get more wages. Did you get, get more transfer? Did you get more wages? No, no, I was always Scottish. Mm-hmm. That's just how it is. But, but when you started playing for, for, for Scotland, Bertie Bowles, oh, you, you get a weird deduction for getting picked with Bertie Bowles. <laughs> Bertie's my hero. Uh, Bertie's your hustle, isn't he? Oh, Bertie's my hero. But anyway, but that's the thing, that's the difference. It's like we, had, we did have many an English player who had no interest in Scotland uh-huh. come and play for us because. I guess. Was, was, was that a fact? Did they actually speak open at that? No, you just knew. You knew, you knew the, the Scottish. And did a lot of the boys in the squad share that feeling? You ah, there was. I was yeah. well, Even to this day, people will still talk about it. That some players that they come here because they kind of get a game for who they really want to play for. Mm-hmm. So we'll go for the international team that my granny or so called. Because at the end of the day, for me, when it comes to international football, you know which country you've got an allegiance to. Mm-hmm. I've got a wee boy who lives in England, mm-hmm. but. I brought him up supporting Scottish teams. He's followed my football career and he's Scottish. So if he ever became something or whatever, his, his, his would be Scotland. But ultimately, to me, he's English. Yeah, breaks my heart. But <laughs> that's just how it is. Could the boy? Can the boys quickly see through? If you want, if I want a better word, a bluffer like that when he's together. Do you know the hardcore Scottish boys? Do they know a bluffer under these circumstances? I don't know if you'd say you would know a bluffer. You would just know that. Like, it means more to somebody born and bred in Scotland and follows Scotland their whole life than it does to somebody who's just been called out, like, out of the blue. Oh, like, Mike, you, that's what he's, his interviews are pure cockney after again. Aye, <laughs> oh, I, yeah, well, I'm lucky tonight, mate. Oh, I, mate, I'll praise And it's like, whereas when we were 2-0 down at the Faroe Islands at halftime, see when Barry Ferguson, who for me was very passionate towards Paul Scotland, Lambert. and Paul Lambert was oh. incredible. I, I saw Paul Lambert walk past me all day in, in the city centre, and I was in my car, and I was going to put the window down and say, all right, Paul, but I thought, I better know, just in case he remembers the Faroe Islands. Oh, I was there. And I, I, just, I just think that they got, what the guys said at halftime, yeah. that's like, Scotland meant everything to them, and it yeah. meant everything to us. We were yeah. just one they playing well. Yeah. But that's the difference for me. Get back to two two that day, didn't oh, I? Didn't I remember, the, remember, they the boat ride, remember the wee boat ride. Oh, back they two both scored. We got a bus, boat, bus, boat. Uh, did you score for Scotland? Uh, well, scored against Hong Kong. So I threw it in the scene. Ah, it was a crack. <laughs> it was a crack. You, you, YouTube it. YouTube it. Was, was that a good goal? Was that? Must be bad. I mean, volley down the bottom corner. I don't know. Can't remember. Okay. See, quickly on that, just we'll, we'll, we'll finish off on the, the, this bit. We'll get back to, to Rangers. Che Adams, Birmingham City striker, eligible for Scotland. Good player by the way. Might be hedging his bets to see if he gets an England call. How, if you're Alec McLeish, how long do you give Che Adams to say, listen, you're, are you coming with us or you know? If he's got the, if he's got the, I've not really saw too much, I can't really comment on Che Adams. He's, he's scored a lot of goals, he's done goals or something like that. So you just wait your time because there's no going to oust Harry Kane, exactly. the England strikers that they've got, not just now, but the ones coming through. So you just bide your time and eventually Shea Adams, if, if that's what he wants to do, Scotland will end up having... But, we, but considering that he's not actually, as you're talking about, quite, he's not actually saying, I don't yes, agree with I'm it. In. I don't agree with it, but that's just the rules. Look at uh, Declan Rice. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? There's your prime example. So I don't, although I don't agree with it, I'd like my international team to eventually go to a World Cup or European qualifier so that we can enjoy the summers that other countries get yeah. to enjoy. So if that means calling up people who are there die-hard Scottish footballers and got Scotland at their first then so be it bring them call them in let's try and get to 
an international competition. <laughs> Let's get back to just for for, for Rangers, right? Um, if they get a fee, so let's say the ballpark figures that we are talking about, if you're Stephen Gerrard and Rangers decide to sell in the summer, I'd imagine Stephen Gerrard, you're going to be disappointed at losing your 30 goal a season striker. But on the other hand, if there's five or six guys needed to come in, there's a lot of boys in loan at the club that might go away again in the summer. It's great funds for him to go and reinvest. Is that the way he would see it or would he rather keep Morelos at all costs? No, I think he would take the money and put the money in his squad because I think that they need not just one but I think they need two or three goal scorers I watched them and uh, the wide players didn't score enough goals for me I know Kindy scored at the weekend but when you think of the numbers that Forrest and Sinclair get for, for Celtic for the wide areas Rangers for me if they're going to play with one up front and two wide players they need guys that can score goals but, but you still need your wide guys to be chipping in when your main man's getting 28 yeah I think so I think yeah. you do because when the main man gets injured or, or suspended or whatever who, who then starts scoring the goals what happens if he has a dry patch you know uh, you need guys who are regularly scoring to win, win leagues tell me this Kev whoa deep breath there Sai seriously Sai's had to leave his, his back as knackered as you, as you might have heard and, and apologies for the expletive but he, he's taken a bad one he has had the back problems that he's just heading to get some some physio Peter Heather right in the right in the guts of title uh, title they said they need a the main man available, as do we, but he's genuinely away. He's back just came down, honestly God. Never known in the open goal podcast to finish off a career, but this could be a this could be a first live on air. I've never seen anything like that in my life. I what? tell you, it's took a it's took a lot of pressure off of those players that get injured ridiculously at home uh-huh. to get injured at a podcast. Wow. Sitting on your arse. Do you know what that but do you know what to be to, to be fair to Si He's been really unselfish because he's given us a lovely lead in. Alan McGregor's retired for international football, right? Because he wants to look after his body. He wants a bit of longevity at club level. What we don't want is for him <laughs> to 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 uh, to happen to. I think Alan the open McGregor. I think the open goal fans will be really really concerned about this. This could be the death at open goal. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. No, well, we could always we get Slaney in the main we, hot seat. We do, we do offer our condolences to Sai Mushroom. If anybody's got any cards of that, he's, in, he's just heading up to Ward 3 at the Royal Infirmary. Uh, any grapes or Lucasade would be handy. Aye, a nice plant as well. He loves a nice plant. Uh, Kevin, let's get to it. We need to finish off. Alan McGregor, you know him, international teammate. He's retired from the scene, do you understand? Do you understand why he's calling it a day ah, to, to preserve his club career? Definitely. Like, Greensy's been a, a fantastic servant for club and country over the years. Any club that he's played for, he's, 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 I think most fans would agree how good a goalkeeper he really is. Um, a really, really nice individual, mm. personally. Um, he's been brilliant this season as well, hasn't he? And this season, Outstanding. They, they always say about goalkeepers they get better age, but he's that prime example because some of the saves that he makes in games he, it defies belief sometimes. So if Griggsy wants to prolong his his career with Rangers going forward, then to to, to give his international days a, a rest, then I think me as a Scotland fan and as a as a as a fan of Alan McGregor in general, I'm okay with that, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people will be because he has put in good service for his country over the years. Okay, so let's put yourself in Alan McLeish's shoes. Major problem: Alan McGregor has retired. Craig Gordon, no longer <coughs> number one at Celtic. So does it leave you with? Um, David Marshall John McLaughlin and, and Scott Bain now, Alec is picking his squad later on today so we're not privy to it is, but I imagine that'll be the kind of ballpark uh, ones we've got a, fanta- a massive double header coming up later this month away to Kazakhstan and away to San Marino opening games of Euro 2020 quickly Kev who's your Scotland number one Scott Bain 
Scott Bain is strawman. Aye, I think Scott Bain playing week in, week out for Celtic looks accomplished. I think he's very, very good with his feet, which um, I think that's maybe one of the main reasons why he got in the Celtic team. Um, Craig Gordon, the thing is, they've, they've still got David Marshall, yeah. Craig Gordon and Scott Bain. Those three alone are top-class goalkeepers. So in terms of department of no having any, we've got three more than capable replacements, but it's just who does he pick? Do you think he'd be tempted... To- even though he's not Celtic's number one, but he's never let Alec down. Do you think Alec might stand by Craig Gordon? Well, that could happen. It's it's happened yeah. in the past. We yeah. are a goalkeeper because goalkeepers they're not quite the same as outfield players. Mm-hmm. The um, so for me, if he was to pick Craig Gordon ahead of Scott Bain, even though Craig's not been playing, no real arguments really. Craig would turn up and produce the, the kind of performance that he can do. So it's it's one of those that. It's Alex McLeish's headache, and I'm, I'm glad it's his because I don't think either you could, me or you could pick the, the, no, the, the, the problem. It's a tough one for him. It is a tough one. Okay, we're on the Open Goal podcast, keeping the ball on the ground in association with our friends at <coughs> William Hill. Delighted to say I'm in the company of Kevin Kell, former Rangers, Hearts, Kilmarnock, Sunderland, and Scotland striker, and a couple more uh, clubs, but we've not got time to add them in. We did have our own Simon Ferry with us, but if you've been listening in, he's had to leave us with an injury. No, seriously, he has. His back has collapsed on him, and he's away to hospital as we speak. We wish Simon a speedy recovery, and I uh, hope he's all right for Peterhead's game uh, at the weekend as they chase a league title. Right, we've got two subjects to go, Kev. Yeah. Marvin Comper, um, I see. Get a chance of getting back into the Celtic lineup. Neil Neil Lennon has been fulsome in his praise in terms of his attitude and how he's been doing and kind of hinting that he might have a, a role to play in the final eight, nine weeks of the season. I think that with all footballers, when a new manager comes into a team, everybody starts from the beginning again. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what's happened in the past, whether you've been frozen out by one manager or not liked by one manager, when a new manager comes in, that new manager has to assess everybody mm-hmm. for the best of his team. So Marvin Compers looks like he's maybe going to get a reprieve. So it's now in Marvin Compers' hands to, to actually decide his Celtic future. So respect to Neil Lennon for doing that because um, it's a kind of if I if I was a manager, that's what I would do. I remember clean when slate clean slate, yeah. I remember when Mick McCarthy came into Sunderland when we got rele- we were on the verge of relegation. He came in and the first game, he, the first day, he just got every player that was fit, first team squad, and had an eleven v eleven and just picked his team from the Saturday from the best 11 players that played that day and that's how that's how that's how it was and um, I think you've got to do that as a manager it's a straightforward message of course it is everybody's got a chance so when he probably with Neil Neil Lennon when when, when Brendan Rodgers has left Celtic Marlon Compeer's probably jumping through hoops thinking right hopefully get somebody in here that's going to give me a chance Mm -hmm. I've now so that's probably why his attitude maybe has changed and he has thrown a so, good luck to the boy. Hopefully he gets an opportunity to prove why Celtic bought him in in the first place. And do you think there's a lifeline there as well then for Scott Allen? Because Neil Lennon obviously rates him. He's had him at Hibs and he'd, he'd signed him in a pre-contract before Neil parted company with well, him. Uh, well, if, 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 the, if the boy Compeer is going to get a chance, then why not Scott Allen? Like you say, Neil Lennon took him to on loan at Hibs. So, but at the same time, it's very difficult the Celtic midfielder now if Scott Allen to maybe slot in there somewhere because yeah. Celtic midfielders perform quite heavy well. With quality. They're heavy with quality. Yeah. Scott Brown, um, Nicham, Bernieton, I. So that would be very difficult. So he's just got to have a very, very good attitude. Very good attitude. Keep his head down. Work hard, and when an opportunity arises, try and grab it. On the the league race, Celtic nil nil uh, with Aberdeen at the weekend. Rangers uh, drop points as well. The, the draw 
at Easter Road so the gap still remains 8 points with 9 to go is there a lifeline for Rangers Ken do you think they're still hanging in there absolutely I like, I like Stephen Gerrard's comments with the the underperformance the, 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 the players underperforming in big games at certain times of the season you can get away with it once or twice but you kind of get away with it 6 or 7 times yeah. and I totally understand that so I think that might be Rangers' last chance on Friday night to, to, to slip up because although it's 8 points and it sounds a lot They've still got to play each other twice. That's six points. It's then down to two. Yeah. They play so, Celtic on March 31st at Celtic Park. Quite simply, that is a must-win game. Oh, it's a must-win game. Yeah. It's, 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 if the Rangers team that turns up in the last old firm does the same on March 31st, then there's every chance we could have a, a Rangers victory. But the title race is still alive, definitely. It's just... Rangers need to be a bit more consistent with the performance. It's all right winning two and three games emphatically, but then going and drawing nil nil with Hibs when they had the better of that first half, they could have put the game to bed in that first half. Obviously, Hibs done well second half, but the game should have been out of sight in the first half. I think so. Nine games to go. There's 27 points up for grabs. I'd imagine they're going to need an absolute minimum 25 points to win. Oh, definitely. If they get if they get 25 points, well. They might need the 27. They might need 27. If they were to get 25, then you're obviously relying. It's a bit like the English title race. Liverpool's now hoping that Man City slip up. Rangers are now hoping the same. Unfortunately, Saturday it went the wrong way. Had Celtic drew Raberdeen 0-0 on Friday night, Mm -hmm. and Rangers maybe would have played on the Saturday, would it have been different? You just never know. It's a psychological thing, and certain things happen, and there's there's a lifeline there, but it's a very, very slim one. But as you say, the title race is still alive and it's great for Scottish football that that is the case. Okay, final section of the show, Kev. It's been a brilliant podcast. Unusual one, right enough, an injury. Live on the Sunday sitting in a chair. Honestly, you need to see it to believe it. But anyway, Zinedine Zidane, he has returned to the Bernabeu. Uh, the man who led Real Madrid to three Champions Leagues on the trot. He quit in the summer, he stood down, but he's now back um, after Real Madrid have been through two managers um, since he left them uh, nine months ago. Good move for Zidane, good move for Real Madrid. Well, good move for Real Madrid ultimately because winning three back-to-back uh, Champions Leagues are feet in its own. So he's clearly went back there and somebody said to him, there's the checkbook, just write what you need and get us back to where we need to be because they've had a shocker these last couple of weeks, Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a good thing for Gareth Bale because he's been kind of casted in the wilderness with fans and um, the manager that was in. So Zidane played him. And uh, so hopefully... Hopefully they get back because a healthy Real Madrid is a healthy Barcelona and it's good competition, it's good viewing, so it's a it's a good return and hopefully, like I say, it might fall fat on its face and he might not get them back to where they, 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 they once were, but somebody will and he's going to give it a shot. And I take it as well to imagine that Zidane getting back to Real Madrid, that's kills off of the, the shouts of possibly going to Chelsea and possibly well, going to Man United. Tottenham's now happy because they know they're going to keep their manager for an all season. Um, so no, that kills off that. Sorry, sorry, you're probably sorry. A sigh of relief. Uh, hey, hey. and uh, obviously, Portugal, the sports fans were happy. So the the manager merely go around kind of put on stall now. Right on that, can you think of any good returns where, where, where people have given back to cut I me? Mean, I'm see off the top of my head, managerial ones. Walter Smith back to Rangers uh, to succeed Paul Le Guin. Won three titles in a row: 2009, 2010, 2011. For our older listeners. Billy McNeil back to Celtic the centenary season won the double in 87-88 and, and down south Jose Mourinho going back to, to Chelsea and, and won the title again with Chelsea but closer to home any that stick out for you 
It's good ones, Kev, or, or, or ones that really fell flat. Jeez, oh man, that question. I've been looking at it all day, trying to rack my brains, but <laughs> I'm not too sure. Um, Jim Jeffries returned to Hearts, I think that was right. a good one, uh-huh. um, because although ultimately ended up getting the sack, that first season back from summer to Christmas, we were sitting in between Celtic and Rangers, going for a title race. So for Hearts got a wee bit of optimism for that first kind of, so that was a good return. Uh-huh. Um I'm trying to think of any other ones, uh, especially in Scottish football. McLeish came back to Scotland. Yeah. But I then like obviously time will tell. That's right. Well, so far, so good. So far, so good. The of, spot. Aye, right. So the good thing with the guarantee in the playoff spot is that although we want to finish first or second in the European the, the, the group stages, the playoffs can maybe feel a wee bit more relaxed, knowing that worst case scenario, we've still got a chance. So that could be deemed a, that could possibly in the future, and time will tell, be a good return. Did, uh, you, did you ever have a chance to, cause I, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think you've had two spells at the one club, have you? No. Did uh, you ever have a chance to go back to somewhere? Hearts? Yeah. I went, obviously when I signed with Hearts, I got injured for 18 months and then I, I, I relieved myself of my contract, uh, cut things short <coughs> and then when I got myself back fit, I then contacted Hearts, it was Gary Locke was in charge, obviously I know Gary very well and he says, I get, we'll get you up to train but there was a bit of politics involved and right. it never ever occurred so um, that would have been a that would have been an unbelievable return I would love to have went back to Hearts right. even just to have played one more game right. uh, because I don't know obviously I scored a derby goal and that's put me in this kind of cult hero status but I loved it there man it was just magic you know what I mean so I would love to have went back even now when I go back and watch a game it's still right. a good feeling but I would love to have went back and maybe scored one more goal that would have been a, 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 a that would have been fantastic but Mikey Stewart, he returned to Hearts. I don't know if that was successful. Uh, I don't know if he'd be, he'd be welcome back now like you were. But listen, <laughs> hey, one thing we will tell you, Kev, you'll always be welcome back at Open Goal. You can come to the podcast oh, anytime. I appreciate that. We'll hopefully see you next week as well. We're going to wrap it up. I hope you've enjoyed the show. It's been a brilliant 45 minutes Open Goal podcast, keeping the ball on the ground in association with our friends at William Hill and with Black Rooster. We've come, covered a number of topics but if you've been listening, and I'm sure you have, we're now all heading to the Queen Elizabeth Hospital to go and see Simon Ferry, go and get him some physio treatment, get him ready for the Peter Hill, Peter, Peter Hill, Peter Head game at the weekend, and more importantly, get him back for the Open Goal Coop Show with Frank McAvaney and Derek Ferguson on Thursday. Enjoy the rest of your week. We'll speak to you soon. At Audi, we believe you deserve the best of both worlds. Experience the power of petrol with the efficiency of electric with the new Audi Q5 TFSIE plug-in hybrid. Cover everyday journeys in electric mode or go further with an effortless switch to the petrol engine. The new Audi Q5 TFSIE plug-in hybrid is part fuel, part electric, all Audi. Audi. Vorsprung durch Technik. At Apple Green, we're aware of the part we play in creating carbon emissions. That's why we're now offering you the choice of carbon neutral driving with Power Plus Fuel. Power Plus from Apple Green, a better choice for your engine, a better choice for the environment, because your emissions are 100% offset, and a better choice for Ireland because you're supporting our commitment to plant 300,000 trees. Carbon reduction is a journey we can all be part of. Choose Power Plus today. Let's put carbon into neutral. Search Apple Green Power Plus today. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.